0: Welcome to the SB Live California podcast. Connor Morissette joined this week with Mitch Stevens and Lance Smith. We were all at modern day 17-7 win over St. John Bosco. And that is the topic of this week's podcast. Going to start with some opening thoughts and then we'll get into the game a little more. Of course, this year, it really looks like they're going to meet again in the championship. That wasn't the case a year ago with Servite getting the upset over St. John Bosco in the semifinals and the D1 playoffs in the Southern section. But, this year, just based on how everyone's lined up and where these two teams rank, it looks like they'll play again. So we'll, we'll touch on that as well. But uh, Lance and Mitch, Lance, we'll start with you. How are you doing, man? I'm good. I'm
1: good. Uh, already looking forward to the rematch in a couple months. How about you?
0: Yeah, same here. Doing well. Thank you, Mitch. How are you up there in Pismo Beach?
2: <laughs> beep, beep, uh That's an old bugs bunny reference, but yes, I'm doing I'm doing well. Uh still still kind of recovering. I mean, the the images of that game and and just the whole thing is uh still uh you know, still thinking about it's like a good movie, you know, if it kind of sits with you for a couple of days, uh, you know, it's a good one. So yeah, I guess that's that's what we'll be talking about.
0: Yeah, so we all picked St. John Bosco, so we were all wrong with that (laughs) one. Um, and so that's gonna funnel into my opening take here. Well, I'll start with an opening thought. I guess modern score, right? So I had Bosco winning 21-17. I, I thought Bosco's defense would be able to hold this really good modern day offense to 17 points. And I was right on about that. Of course, got the game wrong, so I can't give myself too much credit. But I was very surprised with the St. John Bosco offense only scoring seven. Pierce Clarkson gets hurt in the first half and doesn't play the second half that obviously has something to do with their lack of production. But remember they did score their one touchdown with Caleb Sanchez under center. It was largely on the ground. He didn't have to do too much Caleb who came in and uh, place of, of Pierce, but still it, the, the, the overarching thought there is that the, uh, the St. John Bosco offense in this game w- was just not very good. And that was a real surprise on the offensive line. They were pushed around. I think we saw the real value of having, four and five-star recruits on your offensive line and how big of a difference that makes looking at modern day's tackles Brandon Baker DeAndre Carter St. John Bosco has some good recruits but no one on that level and they got pushed around a little bit Um, but just historically looking at at the point totals for St. John Bosco against modern day that was the lowest seven points in the Jason Negro era so I think one other thought there is again I know there were some injuries but this offense for St. John Bosco, this isn't the worst offense that Jason Negros had. It's not close. This is a good offense. So I, I think it's safe to say they underperformed, and that was a my, my main takeaway. The offensive line got pushed around. The quarterbacks didn't have much time. They were able to run the ball, but against this modern-day defense, you can't only do one thing, and the fact that they only completed 14 passes for 106 yards to two quarterbacks, that was never going to be a, enough to win. So my overarching takeaway, I, I thought Pierce Clarkson or Caleb Sanchez, whoever's in there, just by being a little bit better than a game manager making throws when they needed to, but not making anything crazy, not getting to that Bryce or or DJ level. I thought that was going to still be enough for for St. John Bosco to win. Um, I think uh, overall, after watching that first game, they, of course, need a lot more from their quarterbacks, but Bosco needs more than I anticipated that they would in this rematch. And if Pierce is 100%, I think... Fairly, there's a little bit of pressure on him having not won against Modern Day in his career. This is his last chance. He he, he needs to step up and have, have a big game in this rematch. I I thought he could be that game manager, make plays with his feet, throw a 15-yard out when he needed to, but I didn't think he had to really hit any home runs to win. He needs to hit a couple home runs in the rematch, and the, the Bosco offensive line needs to do a better job if they are going to have any chance. So those were my two takeaways, and there's so much more to, to get through, but overall disappointment – With the St. John Bosco offense. They're much better than only putting up seven points like they did in that game. Lance, we'll go to you. Opening thought after St. John Bosco falls 17-7 to Modern Day. Hell of a game for Modern Day. Got to give them full credit too.
1: First of all, guys, let's hear it for ourselves. We all correctly predicted 17 points. You know, so I'm I'm gonna say we nailed. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I think I think you guys had modern day score or Bosco scoring 21, and I think I said 27. Uh, far far cry from seven points, their uh, offensive, and, and this is all relative. I'm going to use some harsh words here, but it's all relative to how great they are, how great their competition is, and their expectations. Relative to those things, this was just, uh, the, I mean, this was a stinker on offense. This was an absolute disappointing throwaway um, relative to the level they need to play at and expect to be at. Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I had some other ch- other choice words and and um, yeah, I mean we've been hyping this offense up and 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 for good reason. This is the best Bosco receiving core since 2019. Uh, they are still running the ball well. I think their running backs are underrated, and uh, we all we all know what Pierce Clarkson is like on his A game. And, and I do think the Braves O line has been a little bit better than they were on Friday uh, in other parts of the season. And of course that's all against inferior competition. Um, With all that said, I think it's, I think they're a little closer to breaking through uh, than most people think right now. Um, The fact that so much went wrong for them and then it's a a three point game with a minute left uh, and and just one score before that, have changed the game um gosh i i think i think that's what bodes well for bosco is that so much went wrong on offense they already proved what they can do on defense because that is a good enough defensive effort uh to beat modern day and i'm sure modern day is going to make adjustments and play even better on offense in uh in december and or november whichever month it is when the the section finals are and uh and i i expect bosco's defense to be up uh to play even better as well that's a good enough defensive effort to be the national champion right there and um the fact that their offense just i mean it, it was by their standards catastrophic um i mean that was probably the worst game of clarkson's career uh the the pass protection was by their standards really really bad i, I think a silver lining is that their run blocking was really underrated and they could have gone to it more and then we know what's going to happen like you said you can't just run the ball well against modern day like they're going to they're going to beat you on passing downs even if you can run the ball well on running downs. so uh the, the the passing has to be better but they, I think they they picked up about as much rushing yardage as modern day, uh, some 130 yards on the game, and they actually did it on more yards per carry, I believe. Uh, Cameron Jones, I think he averaged over seven. Um, Clarkson had some opportunities where I think if he took off earlier, he could have uh, picked up yards with his feet. Um, I, I just think that is the silver line. Those are the two silver linings. Catastrophic offensive game. They still are a couple plays away from winning. And uh the run blocking was was sneaky good relative to how bad the pass protection was, and it did not get exposed because they still had trouble scoring. Um, so I I don't I I you know, I'm knowing how good modern day is, how good their defense, their defensive planning is. I expect them to look at the film and say, Oh, that could have been that could have been a little testier because they had some big holes to run through. Um I think they were farther away in 2019. And, and I know we talked about the recent history, the whoever wins in the Trinity league game goes on to uh, lose the, the roles flip in the playoffs. And that's been, been talked about ad nauseum by me, probably as much as anyone. I will say this. We always talk about how hard it is to beat an evenly matched team twice. That is still true. And in 2019, I really thought, and I really think the sides were farther Um, I came away from this game thinking the Braves have a better chance to get revenge than I did in 2019. Uh, I I thought that they looked a class lower. They, They just weren't quite, I mean, sure, they were in the same ballpark, but they were specifically a cut below modern day overall. That was my take in 2019 when they lost, I think, by 14 points, and, and I did not like their chances to turn it around. This time, I think there are a couple plays and a couple key players better, or a couple keys key players playing better. Try saying that five times fast. <laughs> uh, from making from, from making that a 50 50 game or at least close to it, and I think if you can get at least close to a toss up after losing like that, uh, they'll take it. So. Um, I I, I'm just as much as I just laid into them offensively uh, I still believe in that offense and I think there's a lot of hope I'm not saying I will take them in the rematch automatically we will revisit that when it's time but I think there is a lot a lot more hope uh, for Bosco than most people are coming away from this game thinking that's my big that's my biggest take
0: <clears throat> Great take. I felt much better about Bosco in 2019. I remember I wrote my rapid reaction story. Modern Day wins, but but Bosco showed they can compete. I'm just scared, Lance, that the Bosco offensive line isn't good enough to to give the quarterback enough time to throw and it's going to be a repeat. So if, if the line is better, I, I agree. But I, I thought in that 2019 game, yeah, on defense, they didn't look great, Bosco, but I, I thought on offense they had yeah. enough to compete. And I, I, you know, do they this year? I they should, but uh, we'll see. The line really scared me. But Mitch, let's bring you into the conversation. Yeah. We got to talk sure. about Elijah Brown. We got to talk about Jordan Davis in Modern Day's defense. Yeah. He wrote a lot about this, so it's a few days. Yeah. If if people are like, oh, why are they only talking about Bosco? Uh, I, I understand. Right. That. Um, yeah, You had a, a ton of modern day content after they win, after they won. Cause how could you not, but your thought, yeah. and, and if you had a Bosco thought too, don't let me steer you. Yeah. Direction. No, mine, mine
2: is, uh, you know, you guys are so, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, you're down uh, here. I'm, I'm from Northern California. I don't want to keep giving that perspective, but I I came down. I just, I, I don't really see these two teams at the end of the season. Uh, I'll see this game and I've seen it, but so I, I'm not as a, uh, in tune you you guys can really make that evaluation and where they should have been what they should have done i'm just going to give a quick one a, a, a kind of bigger overview as somebody who came in uh especially you know i've been watching northern california football i come in here and the absolute speed of of the game just just struck me i mean right away uh you know you got uh, Jordan Davison he, he, super quick five-star sophomore and his speed I was watching going wow that dude is really quick and boom up from the secondary the third level of both teams the the speed that they come up and, and hit people uh, on both sides uh, was just uh, it jarred me <laughs> you know and and here's the other thing I'm, I'm up, I was up in the press box you guys were on the field so there's uh, this perspective it but um you know, I think one of, one of the guys I just think about that we, we talk about so many guys, but I, I thought that the safety for modern day Jelani Davis, the guy had 13 tackles, 13. That's I mean, that's just an enormous number from a third level player, you know, third level coming up. Uh, so I, I but I so enjoyed. But both teams, I mean, they obviously both relied on the run and uh, and they both actually did so effectively, but it was still. I mean, that battle just from that standpoint uh, made this really entertaining to me. I really enjoyed that. And I'll just, again, taking in a further step back. We had talked about uh, uh, amongst us, uh, our our friend Heston Kwan took 3,000 pictures of this game. 3,000. There's all this imagery of these great athletes. Uh, There's, you know, college coaches, Lincoln Riley's on the side, you know, but there was one picture. One image that I I kept zeroing in on, and I don't even know the, the two lads. They were from a, a kid from either side, but obviously lineman, and they were bear hugging one from Modern Day and one from uh, Bosco. And it did strike me in this game with so much, um, such a microscope, and you know media is we 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 take a hard hammering these programs a little bit because they got kids from outside their schools. And there's just a lot of pressure in this game, but it just struck me. There was a lot of respect between these two teams and, uh, you know, they shake, you know, I mean, again, you guys were on the field, so maybe you heard a lot of stuff that I I wasn't hearing, but it it seemed like it it was just a great event from from that same. Also, there's, uh, you know, it's a mid season game. If this is the end of the season, you know, there there wasn't a lot of pressure in that regard. This was more of a feeling out kind of thing. I mean, we've talked about this, the training, like, I mean, obviously we're playing super hard and, uh, but uh, it was kind of relaxed in that way. You know, I didn't, you know, before the game got to talk to both coaches and that was really enjoyable just you know, they they could actually talk. I I don't think uh, in December, uh, you know, they're going to be talking to media right before the game. So uh, anyway, that's a, It's a bigger kind of view, uh, but I had other points of view that maybe we'll get to, but those are kind of two of the bigger takeaways I had.
0: And Mitch, you're absolutely right about the mutual respect. A lot of these kids go to these specialized athletic middle Uh schools, so they know each other from going Uh back to sixth grade, and they've been training together forever. These are families who rightfully so prioritize Mm -hmm. athletics because they have such a special Athletically inclined mm. child who deserves to get that kind mm-hmm. of training, and it's uh-huh. very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. some of these parents make, but when your child uh. is at that level of an athlete, it it pays off. Um, interesting. So that's a story for for a different day. I'd love to write something about that at some point. Yeah, uh, yeah,
2: we uh, it should.
0: That, that kind of upset some people, but we, you know, I don't want to. Get huh. that. Yeah, we got to talk about Elijah Brown. So I think if Elijah Brown and Modern Day win the rematch realistically Elijah Brown could go his whole high school career without losing a game because next year modern day is going to be the clear cut top team. Bosco loses a bunch of seniors. They could gear up with some transfers, but modern day brings, I think it, what is it? So there's 11 starters on each side, nine are underclassmen. So they'll bring back 18 starters, nine and nine from a a team. That's really good this year. So, I mean, this is what I wrote about in the the big storylines. There was some pressure on Bosco to win this one because they haven't won since 2019 when their seniors were freshmen and now they have one more chance. And this Bosco team is too good, in my opinion, to to go over like they have. So I I think the pressure is going to be ratcheted up, Uh, but back to Brown. So he, the numbers don't blow you away. He was under 200 yards, didn't throw a touchdown, but rushed for a score. And just every, what, what he's become known for is just not making a mistake, but he's not a game manager. He's better than that. He, that key third and eight in the, bosco Mm -hmm. side of the field to get to 10 points he he was so calm cool collected goes right throws up a a pass where only his smaller receiver could get it and i I just want to shout out taylor kelly the offensive coordinator because brown and kelly are in such perfect sync and when Mm -hmm. you hear nfl quarterbacks and and guys in the media who cover football talk about how important it is to have your quarterback and your play caller in perfect sync that that's so big And, and modern day's uh, play caller and their QB weren't totally like that in this game. The, the run-pass options were perfect, uh, especially on Brown's touchdown run. And every time they they needed to dial up a, a play, Bosco thought it was going to be a pass. Kelly called a run, and, and and Brown executes everything perfectly. He can he has the power to check out of stuff at the line on, on his run in the the, the end zone. He it, he had the 50-50 chance: should I hand it off? Should I go? And, and they just make it easy for him, and, and he always seems to execute. I, I said this before. He's he's my favorite high school quarterback. I know there's a ton of talent around him, and people will say, "Oh, he's, it's an all-star team." Of course, he's going to look this good, but I I, I disagree with that. I, I, he he makes that team better. He, he's that team's best player on offense, I think. Davidson had a great game, but this they, if the quarterbacks are flipped, I think St. John Bosco wins. I'll I'll, I'll say that.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely in this one at least. Um, I think in just in this game, the like how they played this Friday. I think if the quarterbacks are flipped and Bosco wins by, I don't know, three scores, uh, two two scores. uh, I'll say two scores. yeah, I mean it, yeah, it was that key strike. I think it was the one you were talking about. That third it was definitely a third down kind of a low bullet pass, um but yeah, it was to a smaller guy where only he could get it even though it was such a through through such a narrow window. Like it's not glamorous per se, but those are the kind of plays that will define Elijah Brown's legacy. I mean, those are the kinds of plays, not necessarily the 70-yard bomb, obviously doesn't beat you with his leg, but those, the the plays with the least margin for error, the most necessity to make a good read when the most is on the line. Real football purists will appreciate that. Those are the plays that define Elijah Brown's career and and, and the strength of his game, uh, I, I think. And that is why at this point, one could argue, they might even be an odds-on favorite to go undefeated for the rest of his career. And um, yeah, I mean, to, to kind of, uh, to to elaborate on what you were saying, the, the modern day is one win away from making this a dynasty. Like I remember we talked a couple it uh, might've been last year. Is this even still uh, a rivalry in, in a duopolistic sense? Um, modern day is a win away from making this a dynasty and uh th- at that if they win the next one they'll have won what eight of nine
0: seven uh, of eight. I, I yeah i'd have to i'd have to look they've won five of the last six so it would be six of the six last of seven. Seven. Oh,
1: okay.
2: yeah and nine nine of twelve yeah yeah yeah
0: so. mm-hmm. yeah yeah I I, I, I I hear you Lance. go ahead mitch
2: yeah i um yeah i mean the kids uh 23 or 24 No, what, what's 24. his record 24 no okay yeah i mean kind of absurd and and with uh bosco as you know on your schedule every year uh, amongst all the others great teams you saw right gorman is right there and probably could have beat him i mean he, you know it, it's kind of interesting when they put records on quarterbacks it's not like they're pitching but uh uh you know but that is amazing i but i uh just the, you know, the quarterback position, just looking at the other side, I, I really wanted to see uh, Pierce Clarkson. I know he had, he really just had the one bad pass, uh, you know, in the first uh, quarter, which was, it was very key. But other than that, I would have loved to see him the entire game. I, I know Rollinson, uh, Bruce Rollinson, called it the elephant in the room. Uh, you know, he, he called it out immediately. Hey, you know, we beat them without Pierce Clarkson uh, in the second half. Uh, you know, he wasn't, uh, he didn't have a, Great first half. I, I don't even, uh, you know, I can't put it all on him. I mean, he completed four or five, pass, so no passes hit the ground. Uh, but you could see his his legs. I think can really make a difference in this game. And uh, I don't think Caleb uh, looks like a super, you know, a college quarterback for sure. But uh, you know that those explosive big play games that uh, Pierce can give you, I think can push them over the edge and uh you know let's hope that he's uh okay and and will be ready to go if not this week and, and next uh previous uh future games but I I you know he's a young man and he can uh he's he certainly he's gone to the University of Louisville he's obviously uh capable so we'll see you next time.
1: Yeah, just, I mean, just to echo on that. And again, yeah. I, mean, I know 15 minutes ago I was blasting St. John Bosco's offense, but that's because of how good they are and how much I believe in Pierce Clarkson's talent. He has so many tools. I mean, he he he's a six-four frame away from being. Uh, at least coming into this season, uh, a, a near five-star or five-star prospect. And sure. um, I, I've seen him do it with the game on the line. I've seen him be the guy who steadies the ship, not just gets it into the hands of the playmakers, but, mm-hmm. but stays the ship. Um, I absolutely agree that uh, so, so a different approach to using his legs in, in even the half he played could have absolutely changed things. Um, mm-hmm. And uh and yeah i mean i know they didn't give his o line didn't give him much time to work with but um he has the he has the guts he has the poise uh to um i think if a game is sim- is a similar dynamic to that one i i think he has more than enough talent and, and is and whatever else it is, grit uh to take over and push them over the edge so uh, yeah. i i i second that for sure um yeah. I'd like happened, to, i mean
0: or go ahead lance
1: no, no, no. I was just gonna say, I mean, will it happen? I mean, we talk about what can happen, will it happen? But um, no, I was pretty much done.
0: I'd like to see Bosco take some of what Modern Day does in the passing game because in that game, Elijah Brown, a lot like there were some plays where he had a lot of time, but a lot of the 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 throws he made were just quick right over <laughs> the uh middle, two seconds, Tom Brady like you get it, you throw it. Yeah. You don't even give him a chance to hit you. And I thought with the with the Bosco offense, Clarkson was running around a lot, and they needed a lot of time for some of these plays to develop. Um, and, and so I, I just would like some quicker hitters. But I, I know that Bosco no. the smaller, speedier receivers. But, you know, get Mateo Uyunglele. Ha- have someone else play play defense. Get Mateo at tight end if that can help you win a game. And have him no. go over the middle and box someone out. They just needed some quick hitters, and uh, I'd like to see that. I thought – Again, I'm talking so much about Taylor Kelly, but the fact that Elijah Brown would get it and throw it, and that was clearly the game plan was huge. And then on the bigger chunk plays, just getting a guy like Spencer Shannon involved, too, I'm sure Bosco didn't expect their tight end who doesn't really catch anything to, to make a big chunk play. Uh, you got to yeah. do something a little bit different in these big games. And so Bosco mm-hmm. knows that now, and I, they'll, of course, make adjustments, and they couldn't really make adjustments with a backup quarterback. Um, so, you know, that was a tough break. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just want it to look a little bit different because if it's, of course, and of course it will, but if if they're relying on Clarkson to to drop back, wait for stuff to develop and then have to run around again, he, there's a, he might get hurt again because uh, they, they can't protect him. So uh, that's something that I'll be watching in the rematch. we got about five minutes left, team. Let's talk about the rematch. So, Lance, let's go to you. It seems like you're bullish on, on Bosco when they play again in a few months. It's tough to know exactly yeah. what it's going to look like. But, uh, you know, after this first game, what do you think happens in round two?
1: I truly have no idea. Um, I, I, I'm I'm bullish that Bosco is more is really still in it, but um, it, it's not one of those years where I'm just like, oh, I, I just know whoever wins the first one or loses the first one's gonna win the second. It's just not. I I don't. It didn't have that feeling to me. Just, and if, I I didn't think Bosco was gonna win the rematch, especially when they were down uh, twenty eight to five. Um, so I truly don't know. I just, I just don't know, and in fact, I'll save us time on me rambling because I don't know. (laughs) Mitch, (laughs) Uh,
2: well, uh, yeah, I don't know either. But uh, I love the alliteration of bullish on Bosco. That's uh, that's a good one. Uh, uh, You know, I I can't uh, stop or can't end this without. uh, I had a conversation with uh, after the game. I just me. I love how reporters do that, by the way. I had a conversation with, uh, but no, I interviewed uh, Lev, Levitic, say his name for me, please. Somebody. Thank you. Oh, what what a dude. That, this is my point. He, he was, it was like talking to a peer. He was uh, uh, in his strength. I tried to kind of trip him up saying, hey, you know, most of the, Attention was paid to uh, St. John Bosco's defense. Uh, did you guys take it personal? He says, uh, I don't even focus on their defense, which is absolutely right. I mean, he's too smart. He, he didn't go for that. You know, he, he goes, I just focus on their offense, which is exactly right. He just, he had this confidence and this strength. And that's, that's what would be the biggest worry for me. I mean, we really haven't talked about their defense all that much but he talked about gap, uh, you know, gap football and, and playing, you know, sound and, you know, and they did all those things. And there's no reason why you can't do it again. I don't think, I mean, they, they seem like you're getting better. Uh, so be hard to go against them next round, but uh, it is a 50, 50 proposition. I'm not going to make a prediction at this point. I'm sorry. My agent won't allow it. So.
0: <laughs> all right. To, uh... Guys dodging the question pretty successfully. <laughs> That's fine. Well, I mean, if I just based on everything that I've talked about, I, I really did. I, and I mean this and I have the receipts. Like I said, I wrote in 2019 that I really did think Bosco could win a rematch. I'm just afraid to pick them now because I, that, that offensive line scares me. They they didn't have any time for, for Clarkson. And uh, I just w- would have liked to have seen more for, from their quarterback. I, I think the defense, yeah, they couldn't get off the field in the second half, but they were gassed, giving up 17 points. That's enough to win. I I really don't have any qualms with what Bosco did defensively. I I didn't really think they would have to steal him the game. Which maybe in the rematch, that's what it's going to have to be. Maybe Bosco will have to steal a game on defense. But is a quarterback like Elijah Brown going to give you a gift? I I don't really think like that's going to be possible with how with how he plays. So uh, if I had to pick right now, a few days after, I probably would pick Modern Day. But Again, remember, there's going to be a lot of pressure on Bosco in this game. And I think with the DJ Uyunglele year, there was more pressure on them that year. And and look what DJ did. He he rose to the occasion, played the best game of football that I've ever seen a high school football quarterback play. With all due respect to Bryce, that that game that DJ played, Bryce had some great ones. But in that moment, to do what he did, man, was that impressive. So we could see something like that. Um, Yeah, so it's probably dumb, you guys, to to make it. Call uh you guys are probably smart to opt out, but I mean <laughs> I, I modern day really played well in that game, and uh if I had to pick right now, I'd probably stick with them. But hey, we have probably what like six weeks more than that, six, seven I think, weeks. Yeah, okay, I think
1: six six weeks as, as of this Friday.
0: Okay, so we'll have plenty of time to to talk about that. Um, but yeah, thanks guys. Yeah, for, for, yeah,
2: for yeah thanks. I i That's think fun. if Pierce Clarkson plays uh I'm gonna say they uh he Comes back all the way and they they win by a point. How's that? How's
0: that <laughs> okay? <laughs> I like great. it. Yeah, awesome. Okay, well, hey, thanks everyone for tuning in. This has been the SB Live California podcast. Uh, one final remark tooting our own horn here for a second, but I just thought our coverage was really fantastic. Uh, from the build up to the game, from all the game coverage, everything was great and other outlets i'm sure will feel happy with what they did as well but i can confidently say that no one published more stories about this game in, in the aftermath of this game. so uh for all your coverage of this big game scorebooklive.com slash california won't go anywhere you can always google it too if uh, or, or bookmark it if you want to come back for later uh, but yeah that's the show thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time